1: What makes us feel loved? Maybe it's a hug, a compliment, or simply spending some time together. Happy, healthy marriages are built on understanding each other's needs. Today, CeCe Winans, Jamie Ivey, Hosanna Wong, and Dr. Leslie Parrott are joining us to talk about learning how to love.
2: I don't know about you girls, but I know for me... um learning how to love the way I thought love was totally different when I got married, you know, the idea of love and I totally different. <laughs> um, the scripture I want to go to is um, John 13, 34 and it says a new commandment. I give you, I give to you that you love one another just as I have loved you. You also are to love one another. And I think that's the part of the scripture, just as I love you, that I had to get into my heart and my spirit after I said I do, <laughs> because I kind of, <laughs> I kind of went into this agreement with a kind of worldly description of love. I will love you. I will serve you as long as you serve me and you love me, you know, and the Holy Spirit, you know, told me right away you are absolutely wrong. (laughs) You are to love your husband as I love you. And that's a total switch. That's a total turn. And I think in marriages, we all have to understand and learn, relearn what love really is. Um, I tell people all the time, and I've been married now for 36 years, praise the Lord, Uh, But I tell them and and they laugh, Lori, you know, I tell them marriage will either (laughs) save you or make you backslide. (laughs) Or or kill you. (laughs) Because you really understand that it has to be love is not selfish. It's totally selfless. It's the total opposite of what the world, what our culture, what our flesh says. So, I'm gonna open this up to you ladies. And um, what about you? Did you have to relearn what love was all about when you said I do, when you got married?
0: The funny thing was, yep. less and I dated for seven years before we got married. So we thought we were pros at this thing and had it worked out. <laughs> then we crossed the threshold to married life. And I'll just give this away quickly by saying, Years later, we wrote a book called Saving Your Marriage Before It Starts. And the first (laughs) sentence of That book is, we never had premarriage counseling, but we spent the first year of our marriage in therapy. And that is absolute gospel truth. So, um, you know, it, it was amazing to us. One of the things that happened in marriage is that we didn't know that, you know, we just loved each other when we were dating. Right. When we got married, we suddenly had some unconscious expectations about mm-hmm. what a loving husband and a loving wife was like. Yeah. And we didn't always live up to mm-hmm. each other's scripts, you know? <laughs> And it was kind of a shock to discover that someone you thought you knew so well, and yet they weren't making you feel loved in the way you were hardwired to love. I mean, for me, one of the things was just I wasn't a great navigator, and I didn't think that mattered. My dad <laughs> did the maps in my life growing up, but Les was disappointed every time we climbed in a car, and I couldn't do the maps. And every little kid listening to us under 55 goes, what does that matter? You just right. put it in your phone. <laughs> right. But we used to live in the wild, and it was crazy out oh, there, and maps,
2: and you know what, that's that's yeah, one of the did. best ways to find out if you really love your partner to get lost in the car. We oh, all know director. we all know about men and directions and us want to get there. Yeah. So that's huge that you guys made it through that. Oh man! What about anybody else? Oh, okay. did anybody else think that Jamie? Did you understand how to express love before you got married or when you got?
3: Married? Yeah, I mean. It's so crazy. My husband and I will be married 20 years this summer, and I look back to our first probably like 10 years of marriage, guys, and this was my deal. I I don't know if anyone can relate to this. I wanted to be like the best wife there ever was. And so I had this imaginary trophy that I was trying to win every day, wife of the year. Now, looking back, for me, I wanted to play this game to be the best wife because I had a really big fear of Aaron leaving me. Just, I was always afraid that he was going to leave me. It's weird, and I don't know. a lot of people struggle with this or not, but that was just always there. So for me, I was going to love Aaron however I needed to do it so that he would never leave me. And about 10 years into our marriage, the Holy Spirit was like, you love him just for that. What about the fact that God says we love other people because I loved you first. Mm. And I had this switch in my life. And listen, I still want to be a good wife, all the things, but I want to be a good wife now because God loves me so much. I should in turn love my husband so much. And so I kind of had this switch and the whole imaginary contest of wife of the year, it doesn't exist. There's no (laughs) ceremony every year. I was playing this really sick game on myself every single day. But Stacey, like you were saying, I kind of had to learn what does love look like in a marriage? And just to give it away, I think it looks about what Jesus talks about loving all the time. It's just now you have to do it day after day after day with the same person making the same mistakes. Uh, But I had to kind of redefine what it meant to love and why I needed to love my husband.
2: And I think that is so huge. And I'm sure, Dr. Leslie, you can just jump in anytime since you're the expert on this. (laughs) The Um,
0: expert in therapy.
2: (laughs) But I love what Jamie just said because I think it's so important for us as wives and husbands to understand that loving one another out of our own strength or just because we wanna have a good marriage or like Jamie was saying, so she would be the best wife ever. It's not the right reason and the right purpose, you know? So right. can you speak on that or somebody, you know, what? Cause I think that's really huge and we can help somebody today. To understand. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah, yeah.
0: You really hit the nail on the head because we all have this deep longing for belonging and security. Like you said, you did not want him to leave you. Some of us, you know our parents are divorced. And so we have a deep anxiety, you know, what might happen for me, but everyone, no matter what your story is, even from the best, you know, family of origin ever, we have a deep compulsion for completion. And we look to our spouse to make us whole. And you're right in saying only Jesus can do that. And then when we turn our heart that direction, it frees us up to have a more authentic playful, genuine love. And that's what blesses our spouse because it's Mm -hmm. not coming from our need. It's coming as a self-giving gift and it's coming freely and without lots of strings attached.
1: Wow. You know, the scripture that you started out with, uh, Cece, is the one where Jesus is telling his disciples Mm -hmm. about how to love. And he says, I'm going to take, basically, this is Lori lingo, But I'm going to take all the other commandments away and just give you one. And that's to love each other like I love you. Well, then the next day Mm -hmm. he laid his life down
2: Mm
1: -hmm. for not only the people Mm -hmm. that loved him, but for his enemies. And I just think that's so profound. And if we can get one person, I used to always say this. God gives you one person to Mm -hmm. really serve well in your life. And I and I know there's a multitude of others, but there is one that really is the whole center I believe of of what God wants to do through us is mm-hmm. he gives you your spouse. Now not everybody has to have a spouse and good for you. I think Uh, as Paul says that's that's even better if you don't have to make anybody really happy
4: (laughs) that happy well I can speak to that but isn't that I can speak to that for the single people yeah because I so I've been married for six years so Uh, I've been married for six years I've been married the least amount of time from everyone on here so because of that I have more recently dated than anybody on here so I think I'll speak to the single people or people who are um, not married yet Um, but I think when I was yeah. dating a mistake that I made is how I defined love when I was dating um, I was dating boys based on who I felt the strongest feelings for at the time and so when my feelings changed, the relationship changed when my feelings change my choices mm-hmm. changed when my feelings changed and they may or may not have been changing all the time <laughs> then it just changed how I treated people <laughs> or changed the boy I was how I was treating the boy I was dating so I would say a big difference for me in what I thought love was was when I was dating, which I can remember very clearly, and how I see love now, (laughs) more recently married, is that I had to learn to make choices, to choose someone, to fight for someone, even when I wasn't feeling like it, Um, to forgive someone and stand beside someone, even when my feelings didn't line up with that. And so I think it's something that's stronger it's more secure. It's more stable because it's relying on something stronger than my feelings. <laughs> Praise the yeah. Lord. Praise the um, Lord. But I would yeah. say uh, <laughs> yeah. that's something that I learned differently from dating and and just picking you know, who, who I wanted to date based on how I was feeling or how I was treating people based on how I was feeling. But then having a husband and realizing we're going to choose each other even when I'm not making you feel like you want to love me right now. Yeah. Uh, this choice that mm-hmm. we're making actively that goes beyond our feelings. I think that's what marriage has kind of changed my mind. And I wish I would have known that when I yeah. was dating.
2: Yeah, that's good. That's such a
1: daily thing too. Mm-hmm. I remember mm-hmm. my mom telling me one day she looked at me and she said, baby, she said, you know that this feeling that you have right now for Matt, she said, you won't feel that every day of your marriage. And I just thought, are you and dad in trouble or something? (laughs) It was
4: just like,
1: but she said that giddy feeling that you have of love is going to not go away, but it's going to mature and Mm -hmm. it's going to not be like what you're thinking about Mm -hmm. today. You're not always Mm going to have that. And even being married 36 years this year, it is a daily choice. It is a daily surrendering. And and I think probably one of the things that I've learned most in marriage, and Leslie, you can speak to this, is to learn how to love someone and not necessarily, I don't want to say be loved, but we have got to learn what makes our partners tick Mm -hmm. instead of always needing to show you how I need to be loved right is that correct Absolutely. That's so wise, Lori. I mean, in my
0: marriage, I married this guy who'd grown up in a household of brothers. And basically his his (laughs) love language is sarcasm because that's what they did. They loved each other that way. And mine is words of affirmation. So you can Mm -hmm. see the gap there, Mm -hmm. you know? And so (laughs) I had to learn, (laughs) first of all, and get (laughs) get a tough skin and get a little bit more playful and bold, but I had to learn to love even when. I thought, just sweet talk me. And there wasn't sweet talk coming. It was all all what the guys do. (laughs) You know, and that's what it is. You know, it's the choosing it, even when, even when you're not Mm -hmm. getting it back your way in a way that fills your cup and... We couldn't do it without the Holy Spirit, could we? We literally can't do it without the Holy Spirit.
2: No. I love what all you guys are saying. This is so good. We could just stay here. Um, (laughs) um, But when you were talking about loving, because how many of us give love the way we want to receive it? You know, Um, now we should all love the way God loves. But Dr. Leslie, you said something about your, your husband growing up with brothers. Well, I grew up with seven brothers. And um, yeah. all sarcastic, all of us, you know, <laughs> the whole Winans clan, you know. So coming into my marriage, the first thing I had to realize was he is not a Winans. OK, he's a love. Yeah. Actually, my last name is love. So I had to get this thing right, you know. Yeah. Um, and and I had to realize that the way I grew up or how I expected his way was totally different. You know, yeah. so yeah. so that is something that I think a lot of people, it throws them a curve because this is the way I receive it. This is the way I I like it. But your partner can be totally mm-hmm. different. And so that's why we have to yeah. learn. The Bible says one of the scriptures in the Bible tells the husband to dwell with your wife, according to knowledge, mm-hmm. you know, that's and good. so. A lot right. of times, and Laura, you talked about having that one person. And God knew that you really have to study a person if you're going to love mm-hmm. them well. And
3: yeah,
2: yeah, I don't know about y'all, but I'm like, Leslie, we didn't have premarital counseling. That's why to this day, <laughs> if the you're people right. at our church say they don't want to go through it, it's like, well, I'm not marrying you. Because you know yeah. what? <laughs> <A> premarital counseling <laughs> is, is it's, it's really a great thing that you can make yeah. it without it, but why? When you can go in with more wisdom and more knowledge so your marriage can Mm -hmm. stick and can stay, you know, but learning how to love someone else is just... I think a lot of people don't even realize that when they say I do. That's right.
3: Yeah. You know what I found, Mm -hmm. Cece, when you talk about learning how your spouse needs to be loved is, Mm -hmm. you know, the longer we've been married, the easier it is for me to slack in that area. Mm -hmm. We have four kids. Mm -hmm. We each have jobs. We work in ministry, all of the things. And the first thing usually to go is for me to realize how does... Aaron need to be loved, and you know what? He needs words of affirmation. And you know what? Sometimes I don't have very much of at the end of the day. Some nice words. I just need to get some stuff done and get the kids where they need to be, and all the things. And I have to remember that this is how he feels love. And so I think like even investing in your marriage, and like you said, like learning your spouse and that knowledge, it feels like it takes work. But I think it does take work. I think marriage takes work, and love takes work, and love is a choice, and love is an action. All of these things we have to remember. Yeah. And so I love it when Aaron loves me the way I like to be loved. And so it's a joy for me to love him the way he wants to be mm. loved. Mm. It's beautiful. That is awesome. So
1: there's a book called The Love Languages by Dr. Gary Chapman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's been around for almost 30 years now. And Matt and I just read it in the last couple of years.
2: <laughs> You're ahead it was of like, us. Oh.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> So, so this he talks is why. about why love languages. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And there's five of them. One is words of affirmation, quality time, physical touch, acts of service and receiving gifts. So normally he said for 10 years, he had done marriage counseling and basically all the problems boiled down mm-hmm. to these questions. Mm-hmm. You can love someone, you know, and give them gifts thinking that's love- their love language. Right. And that's okay. Some people just want to A good, you know what, I'm sorry. Mm. And I think you're a great wife. So sometimes I think we're speaking the wrong language to each other. Matt's is Mm -hmm. probably quality Mm -hmm. time. Besides physical touch, Mm -hmm. I think physical touch is probably every male's number one
2: language. (laughs) Most (laughs) of them anyway.
1: (laughs) But then his is quality time. Mm -hmm. And I probably didn't know that because we're together so much of the time. We We're always Mm -hmm. together, and Mm -hmm. so I wouldn't think that. I would probably Mm -hmm. almost say that letting him go, you know, hang out with the guys for a while would be good for him. Not thinking of myself, of course, but of him (laughs) to, to get away for a minute. But he wants to be together. He likes that quality time together. And I think if we just learn how to talk their language instead of talking to them in our language, My words of affirmation to Matt, he doesn't need them. He's fine without me telling him how great he is or how good he is at something. He knows it, and and (laughs) don't waste your breath. (laughs) And there's so many good books. You know, Leslie, your guys' book on marriage, uh, Saving Your Marriage Before It Starts, and I encourage anybody to get that and read it even after you're married. There's beautiful books, so much uh, good content from so many good people
0: well on, I um, appreciate
1: that on and yes. the main thing
0: is just everything we do, whether it's Gary Chapman's book, which we absolutely love he's a, mm-hmm. an amazing guy, whether it's you know saving a marriage before it starts there's so many good books, but seek the yeah. knowledge and the yeah. discernment and the insight, and we do know that it makes a huge difference because you start to realize oh, this isn't our personal problem. This Mm -hmm. is a relationship dynamic that everybody navigates. And there's not something wrong with us. We can grow. So it just opens a window of grace and it gives you fresh insight, fresh tools, a better sense of humor. And it does change marriages to learn.
2: Right. And I I think that's awesome, um, Dr. Leslie, in encouraging couples to invest in their marriage. You know, we invest in everything else and we just think we're going to get this thing right without help. And it's not going to happen like Mm. (laughs) you know, but (laughs) get the books, go to the conferences, have mentors in your life. It's so, so I remember going to our first marriage conference. We had, Alvin and I had been married, I think for 11 years before we went to our first marriage conference. And, (laughs) you know, going into the conference, we thought we had a good marriage. Uh Oh, (laughs) but when we got there, we were like, oh, my God. I said, did I say I do to that? You know, I was like in shock. You know, they started talking about real love. And I remember my pastor um, talking about and this to this day, I could cry, you know, from this particular statement. He was saying that if his wife had left him, God forbid, if she was to ever leave him. But he said if she left me and decided to sell her body, um, he said I would go and spend all my money buying up all her time mm. because her soul was more important than his flesh. Her soul was more important than his um you know, what he was going through. And I just, I'll never forget that. And he was weeping Mm. and it was just like, that's how you're supposed to love your mate. And, and, Mm. at that time I just said, well, I am just not (laughs) there. Lord help me. But I left out of there saying my husband and I saying, Oh, we're so glad we went and we received the tools that we needed to take our marriage to another level. You know, and um, it's just amazing when you say, you know what, it's okay to say, I don't know. It's okay to say I need to do better. Mm -hmm. I don't have it because, again, when we're honest with God and we're honest with our mates, then that opens the door and the opportunity to improve. And so you can um, have the best marriage ever, you know, have the marriage that God has called us to have. I think it's possible for everybody, but but you got to be willing to invest in it, you know.
4: I want to circle back to something that Jamie said something really powerful earlier where she said, I have come to realize that it is my joy to love my husband well, and it is his joy to love me well, right? Is that what you said, Jamie? Like you're, you realize that it Something was, like that. That sounds great. He wants to love you well. Does that sound good? Yeah, it was great, Jamie. We're co-writing this together. Um, but you're saying like, he wants to love me well, and yeah. I want to love him well. And that yeah. is so powerful yeah. to me because it shows us that a tool for us in our marriages, in our dating relationships, or in any of our relationships, in any of our friendships, for us to love love well and be loved well is to set each other up for success. To say, this is what Mm. would make me feel loved on this holiday. Not Mm. to make people go through a guessing game. Like, this is what I want for my birthday, husband. This is what I would like for Valentine's Day, boyfriend. Hey friends, it's a big anniversary (laughs) for me. This is what I would like us to do for us to realize that people want to love us well. Mm -hmm. And we can set them Mm -hmm. up for success, not make them have a guessing game, but realize it is their joy to love us and it is our joy to love them. Mm -hmm. So a way we can love them well is set them up for success, set them up, let them spike. Hey, my love, don't forget this holiday is very important to me. (laughs) I'm going to set you up for success. This is what I would like (laughs) and let them love us. Well, they want to, and we can help each other out.
2: Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. My husband and I were able to do... um, a, a life class for, for married couples. And we use Jimmy mm-hmm. Evans. Um, Oh, his stuff is so good. Another Strength great based resource.
1: Marriages.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and, and this one Amazing. was, um, marriage on the rock. It was so good. Yes. And, and going back yeah. to what, uh, Lori was saying and, and also Hosanna was saying, he suggested that you come up with a time, you know, a time, and maybe it's an hour a week. And that was our homework, an hour a week. And, you know, women, we're ready to talk. My husband was like, how much time do we have left? <laughs> I'm like, nope, he said an hour. He said an hour. and But it worked so well because, you know, for the most part, we want to talk all the time as women. And for the most part, and everybody's not the same, so I don't want to put all the women in one category and all the men in one category. But most of the time, they're not the ones who want to talk a lot, you know. But he was just saying, come up with that time that you both can sit down and pray and really ask different things about how you can love one another better, you know, and then no one really feels attacked. What do you feel about that, Dr. Leslie, before we pray?
0: I love that. We have a simple thing we do in our marriage where we just call it the big question. And it's just where you sit down and ask each other, what's one thing I could do today or this week? To be a better husband or a better wife. Just one thing. And I'm going to tell you that is really life-giving because first of all, you're not overwhelmed with everything, but it also gives you just like Hosanna said, a way to spike it and love well in that moment. And so it's a simple thing, but it works, you know, some magic.
2: Awesome. Awesome. And so we're just going to pray for those who are watching right now um, God is so faithful. He's so true. And we don't have to look far to learn how to love. God taught us. He so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. So, Father God, we just thank you right now for for you being loved, Lord, and for you giving us the example that we all need in order to to love well. God, I pray for every married person watching today. I pray for every marriage, Lord, that you would strengthen us and that you would Um, teach us, Lord, how to love one another well. Father God, you're so good. I pray that our marriages would be stronger than ever and that we would walk in humility, Lord, and, and get a joy, joy out of serving one another and loving one another the way you have loved us. And we thank you, Lord, for doing this in our hearts, in our marriages, and all those who are watching. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.
1: Amen.